This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? JP's World. You heard it right. JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it. All caps. J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. What is up, everybody? I'm JP, and welcome back to another episode, and I hope you guys are enjoying this double-headed, double-header Friday that I brought brought you guys today, because, you know, it's the first time in a long time, if not ever, that, I, uh, that I'm posting two episodes in just one day, in the same day. So I hope you guys are enjoying it, and I hope you guys are liking this interviews, the first two interviews with pro athletes of 2021. So in this interview, I bring you Nathan Mays, a linebacker who turned himself into a quarterback, who transitioned to the position of quarterback. That is not something that you see every day, people. So enjoy this perspective of a quarterback that I know his ceiling is so high. Like, we don't even know what the future holds for him, but I know it's so freaking bright, okay? But enjoy this cool perspective because we talk about that, his perspective from in the offensive side, already knowing all the tricks, all the things that he needs to know from the defensive side of the ball. So this is actually a cool perspective from the eyes of this player. And Nathan Mace is not only a great football player, it's a great human being. But that's enough intro, people. I'm going to leave you guys now. Let's cue the real intro and I'll see you guys in an interview. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the JP's World. And welcome back once again, people, to the podcast where negativity ends, where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host, JP. Get ready. We're about to start. Court. There we go. Welcome back, people, to the JP's World Podcast. With me, I have Nathan Mays. My man Nathan Mays here, and he's going to introduce right now. He is a quarterback, but fun fact, he was on the defensive side of the ball first. All right. So, Nathan, introduce yourself, please. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Nathan Mays. Uh, I'm originally from Washington State. Um, like Juan was saying, yeah, I'm used to playing on that defensive side, but. Uh, I just recently made the switch last year, about a year and a half ago, to the quarterback position. You know, I decided I, I wanted the ball a little bit more than I was getting on defense. You know, interceptions are a lot harder to come by than touchdowns. So um, I decided to kind of focus my whole energy on that quarterback position. And, you know, it's working out really good for me so far. Nice. Cool, cool. But um, tell me, 
what like how was the transition like from being like oh all the training that goes because i i believe that is a different kind of training for offense than defense right absolutely you know going from like when you're on that defensive side you're nothing but an animal you're you're there to murder like it, let's rip their heads off Whereas on the offensive side, you know, it's more, you got to be a technician. You got to be a businessman. You got to know what smart plays to make and where to throw that ball at the right time. So it's, it's a lot more thinking that goes into it. Um, so the, it was definitely a big, there was a big learning curve for me at first. Um, you know, being going from being that animal where it's like, you know, all I got to do is shoot a gap or I got to stick in a zone or I got to cover this guy. Now yeah. it's like, okay, what is this defense going to do all day? How are they going to adjust to this route that I'm throwing now? What are they going to do after I just throw this deep touchdown on them? Are they going to drop back, play a little deeper? So, okay, let's play the short ball. And I could go all day about how much of a difference it is when it comes to, you know, coming from a linebacker position to a quarterback, mm -hmm. you know, but then again, also with that, you know, it does give me, a, I, I like to think it gives me a way bigger advantage. You know, knowing what a defense is, a defense does in and out has given me the advantage as a quarterback to already have that defensive knowledge of the game instead of, you know, having to learn um, what defenses are going to look like. You know, I can really pick that up a lot easier than I would than I am than it is for me to, you know, make that transition and decipher, um, you know, stuff like that, like that, like being in that quarterback spot. It's, mm -hmm. it's made it a lot easier for me to pick up reads. Yeah. I mean, now, now that, it, now that you say it like that, I feel like it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool approach. I mean, I've seen, but I've just seen this obviously from a fan point of view, obviously, but what I'm saying is we always see in the news that some defensive coordinator now is a coach, but you know, as a coach, they need to be offensive too. And it's cool because they, they see the defensive side of the ball and they can anticipate stuff, but they, that, I don't know, that doesn't always work out, but here with you in your case, I feel like it's, it's super cool that the approach, what the way you say it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I mean, it, it, there, there is, there's, there is the ups and downs, of transitioning like that, you know, like I said before, it, it, it really has switched my game from being an animal to, okay, you just scored a touchdown. You're, you're running this team up 32 zero. You still got to act like there's time on that clock. And like, it's a, it's a tied game, yeah. you know, whereas his defense, there's a, there's a whole mess of, um, you know, momentum shifts, mm -hmm. you know, on the offense as a quarterback, you really have to maintain that stability and that mental mindset of this game could go south anyway, anytime, you know, I could throw an interception, I could fumble the snap, I can, you know, I could go three and out. And next thing you know, it's 32, 32, 32, 32, and six seconds left. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, like you said, the, the mentality and now let, let, let's use that for the, for, for that subject that we, we were going to touch like later um how was your first game under the big lights but in this case in the defensive side and and later on the offensive side of the ball how was the experience um you know as as uh childish as it sound it is it is nice having everyone looking at you you know <laughs> everyone you know when you're on the defensive side they're looking at 11 they're looking at 11 people on that field 
They're looking at everybody. Who's going to make the big hit? Who's going to make the play? On the offensive side, you don't have a game without a quarterback. God bless my line. We'll keep them in our blessings because I'm nothing without them. Yeah. But <laughs> um, everyone, everyone really is looking at that quarterback position. Like, is what is this guy going to do with the ball? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's that that transition was really nice for me. Um, I do like I said when I when I made that switch, just because I wanted the ball more. Yeah. You know, I wanted to live a little bit in that limelight, and I also wanted to be the, um, a huge benefactor to whether we win this game or lose this game. Yeah. You know, and I and I think for with my athletic ability and the time that I've spent mastering this craft, you know, I'd rather the 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 game be in my hands than somebody else's. Wow, that line right there—that's gonna be the that's gonna be the quote of this interview. <laughs> I like I like that I like that for real. But what well, now? For for example, uh, you said uh, how you said it, you just said it right now. You you wanted the ball more. But it, it, it is kind of crazy that sometimes we don't we don't give the credit to the O line so much. Like we just see them as just big guys right there, but they're actually like your bodyguards. Oh yeah, those are those are my best friends, man. If, <laughs> if it wasn't for my offensive line, I'd be nothing. I'd be yeah. <laughs> I'd be a bag of bones. <laughs> you know, I, there's there's nowhere when it comes down to it, that center, that guard, that tackle. Those guys are the number one. Those are the hardest positions on the field, in my perspective. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually got the chance to play a little bit of O line in high school. Believe really? it or not. Um, yeah. I, my senior year, I started at center for Emerald Ridge High School uh, back in my hometown of Puyallup, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, being—I mean, let alone—I was only 190 pounds playing center. Um, those guys, those guys never play a game healthy. Let's put it that way. Those guys are never playing a game healthy. There is nothing Damn. 100% about them. After that first game, there's bumps and bruises, owies here, owies there, you know, probably a fractured finger or so, you know. Um, it, it's a, it, those guys are, those guys are the different animals, man. <laughs> like, that's why, you know, like I've already promised my lineman, I said, I throw a touchdown. Don't worry, that ball is yours. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, they're, If if we compare a O line with a like if we compare each position with an animal, we can say that the O lines are the gorillas of the of the of the team. That's exactly where I was going. Those yeah, the, are the straight gorillas, man. How how would you describe your position as a as a what animal would you compare your position, the quarterback position? You know, when you got to put it in an animal, I'd say a lion. Yeah, we're the we're the leaders. We're the leaders of the pack. You know, when it comes down to it, my receivers do the hunting. They they go they go score. You know, I got I'm the one who has to stay back and keep the family safe. I got to keep everyone composed. You know, whether we're up or we're down, you know, I have to maintain that composure for my team. Um, as the quarterback, you know, you have the power to make or break a team. You know, you if you're if you're an uplifting person, no matter what, you know, I, I always quote Russell Wilson. I'm, I'm watching my Seahawks right now, um, <laughs> but I always quote Russell Wilson about how much like he talks to his offense, even more when they're down and let alone when they're up, you know, when they're winning a game, when they're losing a game. He's always the guy in the huddle saying, hey, something great's going to happen. Something yeah. great's going to happen. We're going to do something great. You know, whether whether they're down 18 points with four minutes left, you know, and I've seen it a couple times. Seahawks are the best fourth fourth quarter comeback team ever. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Well, um, now, now that you mentioned it, I just have to clear the air on that. 
I'm a Niner fan, you know, so. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, we can be friends. We can be friends, but when they're playing, we're rivals, man. No, I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. You know, as long as you still <laughs> invite me to the barbecues and don't get mad when I show up in a uh, Seahawks jersey. <laughs> I mean, you're invited to the barbecues for sure, but damn, we, 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 we're going to be like with serious faces going on. It's not, it's not going to be all smiles. That, that's the bad thing about rivalries, you know? They're fun. Absolutely. They're fun. But when, when you get together with people to watch, everybody's like with a straight, serious face, just watching the game. <laughs> Nobody's a friend here. No. And even then, right. you know, it's, it's business, man. Yeah. I mean, and when the game's over, you need to like at least wait three or four hours before you can go all smiles again, you know, because. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't talk to me if we lose for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's say here, here's a better example. You're a Seahawks fan. I'm a Niners fan. If the Seahawks win, I'm, I'm just going to be pouty. I'm going to be mad. I'm gonna be like, All right. And, and right. the other way around is going to be the same. If I win, I'm going to be all cocky. Oh yeah, we won, man. And right. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest right now. The last year when my Niners were in a good place, like, and, and it was that game, you know, when the, yeah, the they got us, they got last, us that field goal. Let's yeah. not talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, let, let me just be honest right now. Um, I, I want to be completely honest with you, my new friend, Nathan. Uh, I was too damn cocky. I, I think I, sometimes I feel like uh, that was one of the, um, the, the thing that jinx this year. I, I went on Instagram, I went nuts, I went just posting videos, <laughs> posting stories, you know, the, the things we fan, we the fans do when, when our team wins, but. This, oh, absolutely. You know, I, back just, home, man, I got a, back home, I got a lot of buddies of mine who are Saints fans, Niners, I got a couple of Niners fans, I got some Chiefs fans, I got, a, I even got a Colts fan back home and, oh wow you know, it, I, I got a, I got a good amount of friends who like a good amount of different teams, man, and every time there's football Sunday, we're talking mad smack to each other. There's, there's, there's not a day that goes by where I don't hear something. No, like what's happening to the Hawks and my buddy at halftime for the Hawks game right now, we were down 20 to 10. He's like, Hey, Nate, what's going on? What's going on? He's a Saints fan. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm like, just wait till the second half. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I always say this, like whenever I see a game, I have to give like like my my nephew always says you have to you, I I'm learning to do that I have to give credit where credit is due I have to learn that I I know, but um what I'm what I'm saying is you cannot leave time on the clock to Russell Wilson or those kind of high level players you oh cannot. no you cannot like if you remember like last year it, it it was the first game that the that the Niners play against the Seahawks. And it was, I think, overtime, and I saw we were watching it, and then it was time left on the clock, and I'm like, damn, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to be negative, but there's time left on the clock. It's Russell Wilson, so damn. Yeah, yeah, he, he's the he's the one that does it, man. You give him a minute with the time with one timeout, he'll score. <laughs> you know, so would you say that Russell Wilson is the is the player that you shape your game? your your quarterback game too um you know i so i i'm not gonna lie i am pretty biased because i am a short quarterback i'm i'm five eleven six foot on a good day if i stretch um <laughs> but you know so i i definitely have to idolize those guys who who 
you know, I, I seem that I see myself mimicking in a game and believe it or not, you know, I, I personally think Russell Wilson's the best to do it next to, um, Drew Brees. And I also think Kyler Murray's a stud, you know, I think Kyler Murray's a lot faster than I am. I don't have that kind of speed. He scares me. His (laughs) speed is receiver, receiver status. He's, he's running back speed. Um, you know, but I, I really do have to look up to those guys being a short quarterback. Um, with that being said, man, my favorite quarterback of all time is Brett Favre. You yeah. know, that's that's my guy. Um, from day one, that that's been my guy. Even when his rookie year in Atlanta, when he got traded, you know, he was that was my guy. I stuck with him since. Um, so, but every, there was a game I heard he bro- he broke a couple. He broke a dude's rib cage, and he's broken fingers. And I've always been told I have a rocket. Even when I was playing defense, you know, I've always thrown the ball around and. My dad always tell me, you know, son, you might have to learn how to throw a ball a little better. You know, you got you got an arm on you. Um, so it's kind of always been in the back of my head, you know, like maybe I could do some quarterback. Maybe I could do some offense. Um, yeah. It definitely didn't start that way. You know, in my in my Juco days, um, I play I started out at linebacker and I was like, you know, I want the ball more. Let's go try and do this quarterback and. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, you know, I, I, I played well. I practiced well, I should say I practiced well. Um, our first scrimmage came. Uh, we played this D three school in a in a non uh, in a regulated scrimmage, and man, I I think everything just kind of got to me, and it was like, oh, I'm in charge now. This is really different. Like, whoa, and um, you know, I I froze, and I I didn't I didn't compete well. I didn't play well. I went I went three and out three times in a row, and I just wow. you know I was kind of kind of made it made me think back then it was like you know maybe uh maybe i'm not ready for a quarterback yet um Mm -hmm. so my coach decided to put me over to some receiver and then i also played some running back as well um they kind of stuck me at that running back spot because i was i was i'm a i'm a bull in a china shop like i'll I'll run through your face that's really my (laughs) mentality if you're not that way i'll make you get out of my way yeah move it move i'm working here so better move it better move it exactly now now that you're saying that does the the difficulties let's say about transitioning to a position would you say like how hard was was it to memorize a playbook like uh you know it it was it was definitely different um i haven't really i haven't had the chance to mess with a beyond huge playbook that i really felt challenged me Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do struggle with some ADHD, so I am definitely like, a. I need to write it down to, yeah. uh, to memorize it. So, you know, like, like, for example, like right now I'm in the process of studying a playbook for my new team out here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, I've, I've come to, I've come to learn that practice makes perfect, yeah. you know, practice is everything, you know, once I, I I'm very big on, I have to do it to learn it. Um, you know, I can read everything in the world, but as, if I'm not practicing in it, it, it's not memorized, you know? Um, so like, for example, my, my strategy that I went through here, learning this new playbook in such a short period of time, um, I got, I got a whiteboard and some pieces of paper, you know, I looked my plays over, I drew them up again in my book, drew them up again over, like I did it probably three times, uh, total of each play. And then I went through, I would cover up the name or I'd cover up the pass play or the play itself. And then I'd be like, okay, this is our play. These are the routes that I have for each position. And then yeah. I would just, I did it nonstop until I got it right. You know? Wow. It's a process. Yeah. It's, 
It, it, it really is, man. It, it, it's definitely a grind coming from, you know, learning a couple little hand signals on the defensive side or just being told like, hey, you're going to run the ball here. You know, being told that now I have to know everything. I got to know what kind of pass pro we're going to be in. I have to know if my receiver on that left side is going to cut that route a little short based off of where that corner's playing off of him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it really was a huge learning curve. Um but I, I really took the time, you know, I did a lot of uh, self-coaching. Um, I, lo- I looked up a lot of videos on, on the internet. I uh, yeah. uh, shout out to shout out to first down training. The guy is fantastic, man. He posts some amazing content. Um, he's, he's very easy to DM man. And he, he actually has helped me a lot. Um, you know, just watching some of his videos, his, like I've taken those and I've, I've gone to the field. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it's just elevated my game to a point where, you know, I, I truly didn't think I was going to be at this level yet. And it just kind of showed like, once you, tr- when you, when you decide to trust that process, you're going to get there. Trusting the process is always the key for anything, Absolutely. For, for anything in life. And for example, we go back again to what we just talked about, like, you, you said it's a big learning curve on the playbook, but also you have the knowledge of defense. Now it's like, you're, you're a Swiss army knife now, like, or you're becoming a Swiss army knife. And that is amazing. It's like, absolutely. You know, that's, that's awesome that you say that my, my guys back home, when they hear that the guys I played with last year, they're going to start laughing. because <laughs> you know, I, I actually got a, I got a Swiss army, a knife award back in, in college. That yeah. was my, that was my award of the year. Yeah. I, they've always told me I'm the Taysom Hill package, so <laughs> I kind of I kind of take that with with pride, you know. I I, I mean I, I like to think I'm a little more of a quarterback, but uh, you know I, I can run the ball. I definitely can run the ball. That is that is awesome. I mean I've only played with my friends, but that because I, right now I'm I, I've said in another episode. Right now I'm fat right? <laughs> from my college days. But when we used to play between friends, they always hated that I run the ball. They 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 were like, no, <laughs> we're we're too to where how do they say we are too sh- we're short on on people on both sides of the ball. So the quarterback cannot run. It's against the rules, and they, and they always right. look at me like it's against the rules. <laughs> And right now I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, you gotta let the quarterback gotta get his get his yards in there too, man. You gotta, yeah, man. Gotta like, let him run a bit. <laughs> let, leave me alone. Come on, if you cannot catch me, that, that, that's that's on you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, that's not my problem. <laughs> we we were just messing around, but they always like. I feel like if I would have because this is a cool story that I always like to tell. Uh, back in my hometown, which is over there in Mexico, I'm from Mexico, so uh, I always. Uh, no, not always. Sorry about that. Um, we try to make a, a team, like build a team from 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 the ground up, and the court, the position that I wanted was running back. So they always used to hate that, even without the proper training, because nobody wanted to train us, nobody wanted to support us. Um, even without training, they always told me we hate your stiff arm. Whether you're practicing a quarterback or running back, we hate that you do that to us. And I'm like, it's part of the game. No. And they told me, like, I always told them, like, you sound like a little kid or like uh, sometimes not that I'm that I'm diminishing it. But you sound like a little girl. I used to say to my friend, <laughs> right? there were always like, it hurts. I'm like, it's supposed to hurt. It's a stiff arm. Right. Don't touch me. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to hurt. 
Hey, that, don't don't get in my way and it won't hurt. Exactly. <laughs> and and that also takes me, I don't know if you if you had the the chance to play flag football too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of um while I was playing semi pro last year, um I did a lot of I, we call them old man leagues back where I'm from. Uh we call them the old man leagues. That's where <laughs> all the all the dudes who are a little too old to play ball now go out and they mess around. I actually played uh it's a comeback sports over in Tacoma, Washington. Um and believe it or not, man, actually, you know, we got there's a lot of talent out there. You like some of these guys that are 45, 50 years old even. I got I had a 50 year old quarterback who was launching 60 yard bombs, man. Like it was Damn. nothing. The the dude was a stud. Um, you know, but like I actually gained a lot of my footwork and a lot of my, you know, ability to to maneuver through tackles and stuff through eight on eight flag football. Um, it was it was a full contact flag, so like front line can block, you can press off the line. Okay, you can, okay. You know, you can you can rough them up, you can do downfield blocking and stuff like that. So it it was a little more intense than just your typical like seven on seven touch flag, you know. Uh, okay. Um, but you know, like like I said, believe it or not, man, it really did help my game. It elevated my game. Wow, a hundred percent with my speed and my mobility. I never I never thought that you can well. Now that you said it, I, I, because I lost, I lost complete faith on flag football because I played like two games, but the thing that I, that made me lost the faith on flag football. Don't get me wrong; I feel like what now that you're saying it, I believe it now that you can gain a lot of skills from flag football because Absolutely. you see kids that go pro from flag football, like you're like you're you're telling us right now. But the thing that made me like. Let me rephrase it, not lose faith. The thing that made me disappoint of flag football was the rules. Like with my friends, I used to play, you know, uh, stiff arms and just rough, rough everybody up. You know, we're just right. Yeah. And all the rules are here to bruise each other up. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And when I was playing, I was like, okay, they gave me the ball. I was running and then I tried to stiff arm somebody. Well, not stiff. I'm just take the hand off because they wanted my flag and and then they threw like three three penalty flags to me i'm like what 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 happened yeah and then everybody's yeah, like flag guarding <laughs> yeah and they and they told me that's illegal 10 yards back i'm like ah all right all right cool and then they gave me the ball again we did like two plays we we came back to where we were they gave me the ball again i started running and then i jumped over over the dude well, not not actually jumped over the dude, but I jumped. Um, right. Bottom line, and they're like penalty again. I'm like, why? You have to have yeah. both feet on the ground. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, I never liked I never liked the hurling rule in flag, and I actually learned that the hard way. I jumped over a kid at one of our tournaments, and <laughs> they were like, no, but I, I dude, I, I I it was embarrassing. I he got he got so low to the ground that I was just like, you know. I, what what do you want me to do? Run through him? Yeah, like you know? kick him in the <laughs> face. I get another flag. <laughs> what what's worse? What's worse? Jumping over him or, or kick him in the face? What you want? Pick pick your battle. Exactly. You know? <laughs> now, what would you say? Oh, more likely, who would you say has been your toughest opponent so far? Oh, my toughest opponent, man. I you know I mean. 
when it comes down to it, you know, I've played in so many different leagues and so many different games, man. I There's no, you know, I don't really look at any opponent opponent as the toughest. Mm-hmm. Um, my toughest opponent really is myself. Wow. You know, it, when it comes down to it, you know, my I, it's me against me. You know, the only person stopping me is me. Yeah. And, you know, that's just a mentality I've grown to understand throughout playing this sport for so long now that, you know, I, nobody nobody is going to beat me if I if I do what I need to do. And I'll, I'll never get beat if I'm working harder than you. That, you know, talent doesn't get you far in this game anymore. It's it's all about how hard you want to work. You know, everyone's got the talent. Mm-hmm. Everyone's good. You know, everyone can learn how to play football. It's about when it comes down to it, you know, I feel like it's about how deep are you willing to go with yourself when nobody's watching. You know, when you're in the gym and you're, you're about to give up on that sixth, seventh rep when you know you're supposed to get 10 and you're like, yeah, nobody's watching me. I don't need to go do cardio. You know, nobody's looking. Um, that that's what that's really what I think my biggest enemy is. You know, because it's it's hard to find that drive sometimes. Yeah. It's really hard to maintain that that drive and want knowing like again like we go back to trusting that process. You know, it's hard to trust that process. Like exactly. it, 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 it's very easy to get down on that process as well. Yeah, it's like because sometimes like we expect and that that's kind of a bad thing like we have it programmed in our heads and i know it's it's hard to get off that but we are like always expecting people to cheer on us when the the most important person that needs to cheer it's uh, it's ourselves like absolutely you can do this one more rep one more one more curl one more push one more minute on the treadmill oh man man believe it or not i get stairs in the gym you know like and i'll be sitting there i'm doing say we're doing curls or something and i'm like come on i I cuss at myself i won't lie but i'm like come on (laughs) b like i'm like come on do it and i got guys standing next to me kind of like what's going on like what is he doing I'm like, man, I got my headphones in, so I'm locked in. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the gym to look at nobody. I'm in here to get better. Um, same alone. goes when I'm on the field. You, yeah, exactly. I, I'm really, when it comes down to that's a great way to put it. I'm alone in that gym, you know, no matter who's in there. I mean, and, and, and in the field too, like, uh, I mean, there's the team, but you're alone in the field. And absolutely. And everybody's coming in the picture as the play develops that's that's absolutely cool. exactly oh yeah it all it all begins with yourself man you know you're you are the you are the self-sabotager like there is no there's no nobody can sabotage you in this game like that's up to you you know nobody can nobody can make you feel a certain way it's i'm very strong believer in like if you know your game nobody can tear that down tear you down nobody can take that away from you you know if you know you're putting in the work you may not be the best and you may not be the best yet that's why i like to think of it you may not be the best yet but if you know that you're trusting that process and you're continuously working nobody's going to be able to tear you down exactly I've, i've had you know, I'm starting to live this dream, man. And I'm, I'm really, I'm taking this, I took this hard route to play football, man. And, you know, I, I went from high school to two years of JUCO at a, at a, at a, you know, a school in Tacoma that wasn't really much, you know, I went to a community college and it was like a, a junior college prep program almost, you know, it was never, I never got to go to these D1 schools or these D2, D3 schools. I never went and got the real organized football, you know, they're going to set you on a diet. They're going to do these things. Mm -hmm. So I really had to find deeper in myself, like, Hey, 
you know, this is up to you, man. If you, if you want to do this, you can still do this, but you have to literally tuck your tail and go, you know, you have to just put your nose to the ground. And one of my former coaches, Craig Mulligan, he always tells me to keep your boulder on the shoulder and get uphill. That's my boy. Yeah. Wow. Guy, you, you, that's, we, my, that's my guy, man. He has come to the show. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Craig, Craig Mulligan, that guy is actually, uh, he's he's one of my favorite people in the world, man. He he taught me a lot. He, that is actually, I bring into my game now. I still get texts from him every night checking on me. Hey, how was your throws tonight? How'd you finish? What'd it look like? You know, and then he's always telling me some way to get better. So that's definitely, that's 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 by far one of my favorite coaches I've ever had. You know, he, he is a very self-motivated person and, you know, he's been through a lot in his life exactly. and just like I have, you know, there's, there's a a lot of things that try to hold us back from reaching these goals and it you know he's one of those guys i look up to that's also took that stand for himself and it's like now if i want this i'm gonna get it like nobody's stopping me there's nothing you can say that's gonna tear me down and make me not get this like i'm i'm gonna win yeah we have i have him like he has come to the show and believe it or not like we just had like a two-hour conversation here in the show and i and i've told him numerous times on social media because we connect there we text there um when he came here to the show and i told him coach you changed my perspective like like he is a football coach and he became like for two hours my life coach for sure like, <laughs> he changed my oh, perspective yeah, man. Like, he he told me one thing I, i i feel like he has told you like in in practice when I don't, how, how did he say like Uh, reframing perspective that's that's the words that he used and he used this example when when he told me like uh football players some when the the players that i coach it's a lifestyle it's no longer a hobby for them it's it's a it's a lifestyle right absolutely so so he says i told i told always i tell my guys that he said are you a football player or you are are you a guy that plays football are you uh and he used he used an example with me are you a podcaster or are you a guy that makes a podcast and i'm like at first i didn't get it and then he's like he 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 kept explaining to me and then i got it and i'm like damn you know those kind of yeah man those kind of wisdom that guy that guy is good with words that man is good with words i will tell you that right now i'm not the best I, i don't think i'm the best talker man but what that guy will go for hours i love it to death man what are you you're 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 a good talker man what are you talking about we, we're having fun here Oh, absolutely. You know, and I got, you know, honestly, after doing my first podcast, it was a huge stress relief off me. Maybe if you got some time to go listen to it, it's on Black Diamond's website. Um, my agent, the people who hooked me up with you, um, you can find it on their webpage on, I believe it's on Spotify or on YouTube. Okay. Um, but man, you know, it, it was very, I've, I've never, you know, I've never had a something be about me you know it's never yeah. been about me like hey we want to know what your story is like hey we want to know about you so i've never had that um and you know now that i'm starting you know ever since i started working with black diamond uh, sports agency um shout out to those lovely ladies yeah. man those yeah. those girls those girls are you know i i tell everyone my agent brandy is like a bull in a china shop you do not mess with her that girl will run through you like it worse <laughs> than i will <laughs> those, those ladies you know i've been with them for 
I've been with them for five months now and they already got me a pro contract. You know, I, I'm taking these next steps. And if it wasn't for them, you know, I, I would still be alone in this game. And, yeah. you know, chances are in reality, I wouldn't be this far yet. No, for sure. Shout out to Black Diamond, the, their publicist, Andrea, Ashton, Leanne, all of them. Like, oh, yeah. They reached out to me and they 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 have always kept in touch with me. Like, how, how are the how are the players? How how it went? Uh, how did how like he he was how, how like always wanted to know how it went, you know? absolutely yeah they're very they're very in touch with with their with their uh with their athletes you know brandy likes yeah. to think of us like her children yeah you know, she she's like I'll, i'll fight for you like i fight for my child you know and she they've done they've done nothing but that for me you know it, it's mind-blowing to see the progress i've made in just this half of a year um it blows my mind man it's it just it, it just it is also you know a reminder that the NFL is not far from where I'm going, you know, yeah. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my shot. And as long as like I say, I, I, like I've been preaching this whole podcast, as long as I keep trusting the process, you know, the rest is up to God, man, the, exactly. Lord, the Lord's going to put me in the position to where I need to succeed. And, you know, I'm praying that that's the NFL. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see that. And absolutely it's coming. And since, since black diamond reached rich to me to, like have you guys on the show talk to you guys get to know you guys uh i see the post from from their instagram when you guys are signing your contracts and let me tell you i i only get the honor of have you guys for two hours maybe two hours tops or three hours at the most when, when coach when coach mulligan i think it was it was like two hours and a half talking let me tell you It puts it puts a big smile on my face to see you guys signing that piece of paper and seeing that the the future is so bright. Like the opportunities. Well, we 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 seriously appreciate that, man. You know, like people my age and guys that I, I'm one of the younger guys in the program um, with the agency. Um, we got some guys that are a little older. You know, who've been doing it a lot longer, man. That you know that moves mountains for us. You know that yeah. that keeps us going. You know that's that's the drive that like we all look for you know we want we want people noticing the grind you know because yeah. we really we really are doing it like we really do this every day you know i wake up and i i eat <laughs> i sleep and i crap football like it is it is football <laughs> you know it, it's no more like it, there's no more going out to parties no more clubbing and stuff like that you can't you can't do this when it gets that serious you know It's it's a it's a very it's very hard, you know. I'm 22 years old. I want to go have a drink with the friends, you know. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, you know, do I want them? Do I want to go have a drink with my friend? I see it like, do I want to go have a drink with my friends now, or do I want my friends coming over to my mansion in a couple years to have a pool party? Exactly. You know that that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, like grind now and uh, show off later, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Like, for example, sometimes uh, with the, with this, the show, sometimes my friends at first, they didn't get it. Like, okay, you're blowing off uh, going, going out with us and you're staying to edit and you're staying to record and stuff. Like, I'm like, somebody's got to do it. It's my show. If I, if I would exactly. have, if I would have a co-host, if I would have um, someone that did the episodes, then I would, but you know, sometimes 
You hey, if you want work. something that you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Too. Exactly. You want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You know, and it's especially at the level like you know doing doing it. I could only imagine what it's like doing a podcast. Like I said, I mean, I couldn't. I could talk for hours, but. At, at a certain point, it ends up being word vomit, and I'm just, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just keep going, you know, and I'll get lost in these, uh, these almost like loops of conversation. So yeah. it, it is very, it's a very admirable that you can continue a conversation with someone and keep it going, you know, like know when to transition into topics and pick apart certain things that need to be said and get the, get your questions across and make yeah. sure you do it in a timely manner. Yeah, because that that's actually like in my in my first ep, in my first interviews, that was like when I when I when I listen back when I what I used to do, uh, that's actually like the biggest improvement if 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 I'm being honest with you now, um, that before I, let's say if you were my first interviewee, I don't know if that's the correct word right now, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of like that. So. It's like you could be talking and telling me the answer to a question, starting a story, and then all of a sudden, boom, I will caught you. And then, oh, and what about this? And then I'm like, when when I listen to the first interview, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, know? that's kind of how I feel, man. Looking at the first, uh, read, watching my, listening to my first podcast, I was like, oh, I talk too much. <laughs> no, man, you 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 talk you talk the exact amount because. Sometimes just, there's people that them it's hard for for them to be comfortable to speak. And the, the other day, I think who was it? Um, ah, coach, Coach Craig. He he told me he told me this this compliment that it's very easy to talk to you. It's very easy to keep a conversation going with you. And I'm like, oh. Thank you, coach. Like I felt it right. That's here. beautiful. Like I'm right. I'm, you know that that that's got to feel good coming from someone who's on your show, man. You know that's got to feel good. Like oh, I, you know, you trusted the process. You kept going. You yeah. skipped those nights out with the guys, like to to do this, and you know now you're getting compliments. Yeah. You know now you're now you're getting what you you've worked for. You know people are noticing it. Yeah, exactly. And and we'll go back again. <laughs> Trusting the process, but. Speaking of trusting the process, uh, who, which like, what is uh, what which one was your favorite team growing up? Like NFL, mm, yeah, NFL. Uh, Se Seahawks for sure. I'm a, I'm a Washington I'm a Washingtonian through and through, man. I'm a Washingtonian through and through. I've been a Seahawks fan since I could remember. You know. I didn't start playing football until I was like 10 years old and really actually watching it until I was in my teens. Um, but, you know, I, I grew up being around my dad watching the Seahawks and that was his team. So, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'm a daddy's boy when it comes down to it. I love my mama dearly. I hope she doesn't hear that. And get mad at me. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but no, I, I just I, Seahawks, man. I, I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm a Mariners fan. I don't even like soccer that much because I don't understand it. But I am sure enough a Sounders fan. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Now for me is is the is the Niners, like I said. But I have to be honest, and most of the listeners already know this. Um, I'm a Niner fan. I started being a Niner, but for some reason I cannot even remember why I stopped watching football. And then I, I, I went to basketball and I switched like it was it was when I was, when I was a kid, 
But then I started watching a little bit of basketball. But I don't know why I switched to the Cardinals and then I switched to the Patriots and then I came back to the Niners. But I don't know why. Like I I try always to remember why 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 that happened. But I cannot I cannot find the answer. It sounds it sounds like you're you're more than you're. It sounds like you're a football fan, man. You just like football. Yeah. You, know, you, you like the teams that who whoever's showing you like oh I like them I like that you know like that's and that's something that's cool you know yeah. and, you know I've actually I've thought about that a lot you know now that I'm getting to this you know I'm at a professional level of football now um, I can only imagine what it will be like here in a couple years when I have to play my Seahawks you know or I have to or you know in, in a perfect world let I'll, Russell when Russell retires I'll take his place in a perfect world but uh chances are he's gonna be he's gonna be the first you know he's gonna he's gonna play a lot a lot longer than uh a, a quarterback his height should you know yeah. <laughs> um so but just knowing like one day here in the near future like I ha- I'm gonna I there's gonna be a time where I'm going against this guy you know yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a jersey swap with him one day you know that's that's really you know, and I, and I say one day, cause I know it's going to happen. You know, I really, it's not to sound cocky. It's not to sound, you know, overconfident, but it's, it's a, it's a I really know, like I ex- exactly. And I'm making it a reality, you know, with all this hard work I'm putting in, it's there, I'm going to make it impossible to be missed. You know, I'm going to get my shot and my agency is going to make sure of that. Cause they're, they're fantastic. But, um, you know, it, it, like I was saying back, like I told you, word, our word diary, I'll go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's word vomit all over. Um, but back to our topic, you know, I thought about that and it's just like, what am I going to do? Like when I'm on, what say I become a Niner, you know, what am I going to do when I'm a Niner and I'm still a Seahawks fan at heart? Am I going to be hoping that we lose on game day? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a very different um, thought process now that I'm getting to this level. And, you know, it's, I'm really at that age. Um, I, I shouldn't say at that age because it came a little later for me, but I'm really at that point in my career where it's like, I'm not as much of a fan of a team anymore, as much as I am of players. Mm, you know, I appreciate okay. players more than I do as, as a team as a whole. Don't get me wrong. My Seahawks are my team, no matter what. If I'm watching football on Sunday, it's because I'm watching my Hawks. But that doesn't mean to say I'm not going to watch every other game because I am a football fan. Mm-hmm. I love football, period. I've been doing this for 13 years, 12, 12 years now. You know, I'm about to be in my 13th season of football. Um, but, yeah, it is definitely weird to think, like, one day I'm going to be playing against these guys that I have looked up to my whole life from childhood, you know, watching Russell Wilson win a Super Bowl, like, and to one day having to go out there and, you know, do what I do best and help beat him. <laughs> Shred the difference, you know? Exactly. It, it has exactly. to come to that. It has to. And I hope, like... Again, we go back to the rivalry, but I hope that somebody, somebody in the Seahawks office is listening to this right now. And I hope they one day they just pick up the phone and they're like, hey, is this Nathan? And I hope that that is the call that changed the change of your life again. Is oh, there, I hope so. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take any call, man. But I, ju- I just hope it's the Seahawks like. Oh, that'd be a dream come true for sure. <laughs> Seahawks, hey, hey, somebody if in the front office, please let's make this dream come true. Come on, man, come on. Yes, sir. If you guys are listening, give me my shot. 
yeah, I yeah. have a lot to learn, but uh, I think you guys would be the one to teach me. So, again, you're gonna have a Swiss Army knife here, man. You have you you have everything in just one man. Okay, so somebody in the Seahawks, like he, here is Nathan. <laughs> now we we are touching the subject about QBs. We're touching the subject about Russell Wilson, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Who would you say? is the most underrated QB right now in the league? Well, underrated is kind of, I wouldn't call him underrated just because I look at his stats, but, you know, and they've been, they've, they're finally giving my boy a little bit of clout, but Aaron Rodgers has always been the most underrated quarterback to me. You know, not just this year, last year, and the years before, but the man, if you watch this man's film, You know, this guy is is a pure technician. This guy will literally be looking – oh, yeah. He'll be looking one way and throw the ball sidearm. He'll look one way for half a second. Boom. He knows dang well that this corner route is going to be wide open. Exactly. And I don't care what ESPN says. He's been doing the sidearm well before Mahomes was growing facial hair, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it since like 08, man. The dude, The dude is – The dude is, I personally, you know, I personally think he's up there with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got some more, more rings for it, more rings than him. So he can, he can have that best in the best in the books, whatever. Tom Brady is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I did watch an interview with Tom Brady and you know, whose film he watches Aaron Rodgers study. Yeah. He studies Aaron Rodgers to see, to become a better quarterback. No, nobody else. So yeah. I, I, and I truly, I, I honestly, If they if they win it this year and my boy Aaron doesn't get if he doesn't get the MVP this year I don't I don't know what's going to happen those cheese heads better go crazy because there's going to be a riot. <laughs> he's, he's just putting he's putting up too good of numbers <laughs> exactly, and using that he's great he's a great quarterback. The other day it was funny but not the other day it was one of the games I think it's it was when the. Um, when the green bay went against went against tampa bay and i don't know it was funny at the time but honestly we hated that that little you know when they put all the stats with comparisons with one player to the other and obviously it was brady right. it was rogers and they went like most passing yards in their career and you know balls flying around and arms and everything right and then most touchdowns and stuff but when it comes to super bowls they use this this cheesy graphic they, they're like in the, in an airport and aaron Rodgers is like with a small, a small suitcase with his one super bowl but tom brady is coming with a with like 20 20 suitcases with all his suitcases. of course and i'm like of why? course like, why why go there like we already know like you know don't get me wrong man it, it, I, i'll be honest if tom brady does it this year i'll be mind blown if they if, if tom brady takes tampa bay to a super bowl this year i will i will i will get on my knees and tell everybody that tom brady is literally the best ever to do it if he wins the super bowl this year that man is unstoppable he can do it with anybody exactly um, but let's not let's not forget who who trained him you know bill belichick is the best coach ever exactly bill, bill belichick's the best coach to do it he's the best coach in the game man he he can you know he, he took he took tom brady running a 5-3-40 you know <laughs> 5-4-40 in new balances to what six rings exactly. <laughs> like, come on 
Come on, man. You you don't do that being you don't do that just being one man. You do that with a coaching with a coach that's unstoppable as well as a coach that know and a GM that knows how to pick. Exactly. You know? And we will never know maybe exactly what happened there in in, in New England, but now like that 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 that's the drama right there. Like who needed who or who complimented who? But let's not forget the facts. Like there's no I in team. There's no the coach did it or there's no the quarterback did it. It's the team, you know? So at the end Absolutely. of the day, at the end of the day, they're all the greatest team. Like I agree. Wh 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 whoever wants to look at it, like a Niner fan, uh, a Saints fan, a Seahawks fan, they oh, have been they have been one of the greatest teams. just gonna stop right there for part one remember that this is also a two-part series for nathan mays expect part two of nathan mays and the last episode that you guys just heard keontae edwards next friday yes another doubleheader friday with these two professional athletes and i hope you guys enjoyed this second interview of the day and remember that this episode was possible thanks to all the great people working at black diamond firm if you are an if you are an athlete out there and you need representation a publicist anything that to get you out there to get you to the teams to make your dream come true just give them a call they are they have a great team that can help you work wonders and also this episode was brought to you by poddex it was powered by poddex go just go to poddex.com and use the code jp's war all caps no spaces in all the physical orders and you guys are going to have a great discount at checkout and yes every time you use that code you're help you're helping this your favorite podcaster make this podcast a better podcast and what else remember that we have merch for the podcast we have shirts hats and stickers hats are 15 the stickers are five and the shirts i'm still running pre-orders to see what sizes you guys like the most all right so the the shirts are 18 and all these prices plus shipping 
And I guess that's it. I'm just going to leave you. Uh, before I leave you, let me just remind you that this year is going to be amazing. I have a lot planned for this podcast. I, I, I want to bring a lot more guests. And obviously, you guys are going to know firsthand before these guests come to the show so you guys can know who is coming and maybe drop a few questions that you have for this guest. All right. So I'm going to leave you guys now. Keep enjoying your weekend and expect on Monday, the Motivation Monday episode. All right. See you guys later. Let's kill the real outro. And I, like I always said, I see you guys later. And that was it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and are enjoying the episodes the number one thing you can do for me is subscribe rate and review this show and don't forget to share it with your friends i'm your host jp and i'll see you in the next episode peace out <laughs>